Hey, this is Jansen, and welcome to the Talking Cover Podcast, the show where we talk about stuff that we find interesting and, of course, hope that you find interesting. And yeah, we top it off with a cover of some popular song that we pretty much just figure out on the spot and end up just releasing it, whether it's good or bad. Just kind of rolling the dice on that. Anyways, in today's episode, episode number, what is it? It's, I think it's only number three. Uh, oh man, I have to think about what we were talking about. Uh, we review ASAP Rocky's latest album that came out on January 15th. That's Long Live ASAP. Uh, we do a cover of Bruce Springsteen's Darkness on the Edge of Town, uh, where we got Jeff's lovely fiance to help us out on that. Uh, we look at Lance Armstrong and cheating in professional sports. And finally, we top it off with some ranting about Ticketmaster and how much it sucks. And I think we trail off into something else. I don't know. Anyways, we just want to thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the episode. While we work on this, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if we're not looking cute while doing this, it's not worth it. Do you want, do you want to restart the recording then? What's up? It's fine. We'll just cut out whatever minute. Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right, here we say, it's been a minute. <laughs> All right. So, this week's album, "Long Live ASAP" by ASAP Rocky, which we were gonna do last week. Now, is it ASAP Rocky or a Money Sign Op Rocky? Hey Joe, a, can, a you, cash can, rock. can you give really us a little uh, insight on the name? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen like interviews with him, and he has like five different meanings for it, and it doesn't always have the money sign. So, yeah. Apparently, it's just kind of interchangeable. Yeah, it's super interchangeable. Well, the thing is, I was confused because there's Aesop or Aesop Rock. Yeah, Aesop Rock. And now there's Aesop Rocky. Yeah. Well, his whole crew is called Aesop Mob. But, so there's no relation to Aesop Rock. I didn't know that. No, that's, just a kind separate, of a that's a complete separate thing. <laughs> but the no, first and time... His, and his name is Rakim, and his nickname is Rocky. So he's yeah. Aesop Rocky. And then, like, Ferg, who's, like, the other guy, is, like, Aesop Ferg. Like, everybody's Aesop yeah, something. So in their, in that's why I was saying... It's like a clan tag. Joe was clan saying, you know, tag. like, Odd Future has a white guy, a random white guy who doesn't do anything in their posse. And I was like, well, can I... I want to be Aesop Reed. I want to be in the Aesop crew. And I just don't know how I go about ASAP Reed. That. Just call yourself Aesop Reed. Well, I've already been calling him that since last night. ASAP <laughs> yeah. Reed. Yeah, ASAP Reed. Damn straight. As soon as possible. But yeah, the first time Joe... Or it was like... Months ago, and Joe was like, "Yeah, and it mentioned just in passing mentioned ASAP Rocky," and I was like, "You mean ASAP Rock?" He's like, "No, ASAP Rocky is this new guy, and now here he is, blowing up like five times as big as ASAP Rock." Yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't this album supposed to come out like a long time ago? I feel like it's been delayed. It was like, it was like late summer. It was supposed to come out, yeah, but yeah. albums always get pushed back, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Tell me about it. All right, he, it was he was actually it was for clearing samples. That's why he couldn't get this oh. released. Yeah, legal issues. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, and also just apologizing in advance if we compare this too much to like Kendrick Lamar or something because we like that album so much. Yeah, and he's on two songs. And we just oh, reviewed, and reviewed that a few weeks ago. That's why. No, yeah, we didn't review it, but it was mentioned. Oh. It was discussed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Long live ASAP. First impressions, Jeff. What did you think of it when you listened to it? Oh, I, my first thing was like, oh, this is not my style at all. <laughs> but at the same time, I realized there was a few tracks that I was like, this is really cool. A few tracks I just didn't dig, but I think in general, 
I like the album more the less I paid attention to it, if that makes sense. Like, as background music, it was awesome, but when I, like, just sat there trying to listen to it and, like, deconstruct it, I didn't really... It wasn't... I don't know. It didn't do it for me. I understand that. I mean, like, when I really sat down, listened to the lyrics, I really just didn't feel that... I don't know. I felt zero connection. Like, there was... Maybe I'm missing something completely, but there's no story or anything. It's a lot of him talking about himself, or what, I don't know. Can you, Joe can explain. It's Joe, the ignorant rap thing. It. Joe, go ahead. Ignorant rap. Well, yeah, like he—he he actually like, like at face value, he's—he's he's one of those rappers that um, that seems like there's like not that much content going on. But like, I don't know. I just—it's like it gets so deep. Like I think that like at first I didn't really like him that much when I first heard his. Uh, his first mixtape, the Live Love, yeah, Live ASAP. Love ASAP, and I and I love that mixtape now. Um, but the thing was is that I was like, well, why is everybody so obsessed about this guy? You know, like it doesn't seem like there's that much content. But like his lyrics do get pretty deep. Like he has really great metaphors, just really great rhyme schemes. Um, he's just really technically good, and he's like very so. It's like so effortless, you know, which is why it's just like really easy on the ears compared to a lot of rap these days well, I, I, think. I don't know wherever he got the, the beats or the production I enjoyed it entirely right through, mm-hmm. through that I mean yeah, this whole like recent hip hop movement who's ever doing the production is it's really great to listen to yeah they're blurring the lines a lot between like what is you know what can appeal to not only like indie music fans or rock but also rap and that's why someone like me I've been dragged in big time into hip hop now whereas I just didn't even listen to it for the first 22 years of my life. And now it's like my favorite thing. And like I love this album and I think the and Joe sent me this song a long time ago and I didn't listen cuz I don't do things like that. He sent me the song Phoenix which is the one produced by Danger Mouse and it's like the best beat That's I've one ever of the best heard. Songs. That's like, definitely <laughs> one of the best songs on the album. Like yeah. it's insane how good that is. And I just think it's like I think the album's impressive because he really flows through a lot of different styles, and he wasn't. It seems like he wasn't like ashamed or afraid to just try pretty much anything, and so the album really shows that. Working with Skrillex, working with Danger Mouse, um, he even worked with Kendrick a few times. Yeah, and putting Ken. I mean, obviously, and there's a bunch of guys. There's Action Bronson, Joey yeah. Badass, Schoolboy Q, Yellow Wolf. Who else? There's more. Yeah. Uh, Santa Gold. Yeah, Santa Gold. Big Crit. Titty Boy. Yeah. I mean, Two Chains. <laughs> two Chains. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And, that whole new age of, like, those are just, like, all the new age rappers right now that I think are actually really helping the the rap game, so to speak. Yeah. Like, they, uh, they're they actually really progressing it. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy about it. I mean, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to remember some of the tracks, because I've listened to it a bunch of times. I really like the opening track a lot. Yeah, uh, you, I mean, Jeff, you were saying you didn't like it because of its what dissonance and for dissonance. I didn't sake. like. I didn't like the first track, but I love the second track. Yeah, Goldie, Goldie is, is good. Shit. Yeah, Goldie was. Yeah, yeah that was the one. Because Goldie's I, produced by uh, Hit Boy, who did Backseat Freestyle. Um, oh for, yeah, for Kendrick. Yeah. yeah, which we all know those, is a great song. Yeah, those, and those two beats are like my two favorite beats I've heard in a long time. Uh, they're in there. We, we said Phoenix is good and Pussy Money Weed, man. PMW. <laughs> that beat is so good. It's the dumbest song. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's one of those but songs where I was like, the beat is so I wasn't good. paying attention. I was like, this is cool. And I was like, oh, like, oh, oh, that's kind yeah. of not that great. I, I just <laughs> but said. I like the beat. I don't know. <laughs> the beat. The beat. It's all about the beat. 
That's one of those songs that I think I'd listen to my, by myself and I wouldn't play that. You know, maybe it's not, maybe not for my parents. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think probably, that's, that's a good song in the car while you're That's driving. probably good advice, though. Don't don't be like, don't run home to your parents and be like, hey, listen to ASAP Rocky. It's so good. Because yeah. there's not, there's something it's they so, might not so, like about it. There's so much I like about hip-hop that I want to play publicly, but I know will be frowned upon by so many people. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't feel like that when I'm listening to it by myself or like, say, with you guys, but then suddenly it just, I have to be so careful of the environment that well, I'm that, in. Well, that's why, like, that's why Macklemore does so well is because he can, be, he can yeah. be played everywhere. You know, everybody's like, oh, have you heard that new Macklemore? Like, like my, my friend's parents, like, listen to Macklemore. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's just that one guy who's like, oh, let's go listen to Macklemore. He's the new Will Smith. He's, on, he's even on Ellen. He just Big went on Willie Ellen style. again. He's been on yeah. Ellen twice now. Exactly. And everyone just eats it up. It's all, I mean, it's really cool to see. And it's then, very interesting, yeah. And then, But then he can get into that argument, like, is Macklemore real rap? Like, is he really, like, a voice of rap? Because what is rap? Is it, like, you know, the black musical movement? And then it's just, I mean, we're not going to get in that argument. <laughs> but I'm saying you could make that argument. And then in that case, um, but it ASAP. Seems like he's existing, though, in, like, his own little... Maybe it's just because he's just now kind of blown up, but like he wasn't on ASAP's album, which seemed like it brought in a lot of like Action Bronson and yeah. Kendrick, who are the real real up and comers. They kind of have this group, and then Macklemore is kind of off in his own little. He got he got Schoolboy Q to be on his album. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's some connection there, and I, but I think yeah, a lot I mean, of the music he writes goes to different crowds. He, right. he yeah. So yeah, it will be crowds. interesting though to see like. How much, like, if, you know, Kanye ever does another album, if he is on Kanye, you know, like, if he becomes, if he's brought into that group, or if he still just exists as sort of Macklemore, his own little thing. That would be interesting. I can't talk too much about him because I haven't listened to the album. I don't know anything about his music. And if he headlines Sasquatch, I'm going to be pissed off, but I know it's going to happen. And I'm just hey, he puts on a great show. I don't Last care, year's man. Awesome. Such a waste of a puts headlining on a, slot. Yep, puts on a good show. All right, so we've been trying to come up with some type of rating system. We've, you know, how many babies we would punch in order to listen to this album. I don't think, I don't think anyone's gonna find that appropriate. So that, we'll, we'll see. That, that one didn't fly. We'll, that. we'll just start. We'll start with a ten, a uh, scale of one to ten for now, and who knows where it'll go from there. So Jeff, off the fly, ASAP Rocky, Long Live ASAP, scale from one to ten. What do you give it? I give it a six. Six. All right, Joe, what do you give it? I give it a nine point two five. Nine point nice. Nine point two five. All right. I was gonna oh, say yeah. I'm going a little pitchfork here, um, so I'm gonna <laughs> give it some random rating. I'm gonna give it an eight point six, and I'm gonna try and explain the point six, even though it's such a bogus <laughs> rating. But that's my rating. I'm not gonna try and explain it. All right. But, all right. It's all not right. worth it. <laughs> I'll give it a I'll give it a seven point nine, which is that that's what that's what that's what pitchfork would do. It's like oh, it's like not it's quite an eight. eight. It's it's not I don't want to give it quite, but I don't want to give it a seven yeah, either because that's too low. They don't ever give point twos or anything. No, it's they all, do. Yeah, I've seen like point seen four, point three. You know, they yeah. hate Muse, and so they always give something. Everyone hates They hate Lawson. <laughs> anyway, right. okay, so that's the album. Go listen to it. Not around your parents. Hello, we are the Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. <clears throat> Hello, we are the Spruce Springsteens, and this is Darkness on the Edge of Town. <laughs> Let me not have a heart attack here. <laughs> Still racing out at the trestles, but that blood had never burned in her veins. Now I hear she's got a house up in Fairview and a style she's trying to maintain. 
Well, if she wants to see me, you can tell her that I'm easily found. Tell her there's a spot out beneath Abrams Bridge. Tell her there's a darkness on the edge of town. There's darkness on the edge of town. Everybody's got a secret, something that they just can't face. Spend their whole lives trying to keep it They carry it with them every step that they take Till someday they just cut it loose Cut it loose or let it drag him down Where no one asks any questions or looks too long in your face In the darkness on the edge of town there's a darkness on the edge of town are born into a good life Other folks get it anyway, anyhow I lost my money And I lost my wife Then things don't matter much to me now Tonight I'll be on that hill Cause I can't stop I'll be on that hill With everything I got Lives on the line where dreams are found and lost I'll be there on time and I'll pay the cost For wanting the things that can only be found In the darkness on the edge of town There's a darkness on the edge of town Well, did you did you did anyone watch his Oprah thing? I listened to a lot of it. Actually, I mean, I, I only yeah, I only got like the highlights yeah, of it. Have, like, a, this is a um, let's talk about. But anyway, I'm you know I for one think in that sport, and I don't care like most people don't care about cycling. I don't care about cycling, but I think in that sport where everyone was doing it, and he made the, he made this point. And now I'm not going to defend him because I think he's still a huge asshole. And on that, sh he went on Oprah and basically tried to pretend that it's like he doesn't, it's like he told himself so much that like he didn't actually do this thing that he actually believes it now. I just realized and, that we were talking, sorry. <laughs> and even, uh, okay, I'm off my game now. No, no, sorry, uh, I stopped uh, it. No, go back, go back. You were on it. I'm off my game. No. <laughs> 
Okay, he, he, right, said, I lost he, it. he said it so many times. Anyway, so I think he actually it. believes. It's like Tiger Woods, and I, I heard this on sports radio, this similar debate. It's like, you know, these people that are so, that are just put up on such a high level. Like, I think that they, I think like Tiger Woods honestly believed the person that did the things that he did wasn't really him. And the way Lance Armstrong was talking during the Oprah interview he wouldn't even say he. It was always third person. It wasn't even like, oh, I did these things. It was like these things were done. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't fess up to anything really because he never put his name. He never put himself into these things. But he did. He did try to say that while he was doing these things, he was trying to convince himself that, oh, you know, well, I I've had cancer. I've had to go through this, and you know, this is okay. I mean. Yeah, there are some points he makes that I agree with, and certainly the one about. It was not a fair playing field, and the only way he could win was to do what everybody was doing. And that, like, I totally understand that. It's just, I think, I think what will always, it's the, it's the fact that like there was a woman who he basically yeah. ruined her life. Yeah. And even when he was talking about it, he was not saying I ruined her life. He said that her life was ruined. Wait, who is by this? this? Who is this exactly? This is Lance Armstrong. But who's the woman? Oh, she was a masseuse. Oh. And I, she either saw something. She she basically had to tell what happened and so Lance Armstrong sued her and it's just these people they're just they're sociopaths they're just they, they just honestly think that they can get away with anything Roger Clemens is the same way and he got away with it but I mean the dude lied to a grand jury yeah and it was some you know bogus thing that got the, the case thrown out but he was willing to go so far as to risk jail time to protect his legacy like perjury is a major major crime yeah and Bonds was the same way. These people, man, they, their legacy, and obviously we don't understand that because we are like we can't comprehend what it's like to be as famous as these people. But you like to think that, man, if even if I had a legacy, like I would be, like I wouldn't risk as much as these people do just to protect that. The thing is, but they wouldn't even have that legacy if they don't do some yeah, of these things, and so they do it, and then they have to do everything yeah, they can to crazy, protect man. it. It is. It's. It's. Because I don't want to act like, or that we haven't, like, you know, whatever, cheated on something, whether it's, like, a test or something. But it's not like we're, it's not like we're cheating people out of money or, you know, ruining other people's lives. In Japanese class, in Japanese class, we used to, uh, we used to, we had what were called kanji tests, and kanji is, like, the kind of, the really, like, fancy characters and things that you see in Japanese. Like, they, they have a basic alphabet, and then they have kanji, which are, like, these fancy kind of more Chinese characters. And for these kanji tests, we used to write in in between our fingers. <laughs> we would we would write the kanji. We would write like the name, and then we'd write the kanji. So we would all be sitting like at our desks with our fingers closed, and then like once the teacher had pa- passed out the test, we'd just be like looking in in our fingers. Or it's like the old thing where I don't know if you guys did this, where you'd write notes on your desk, and then when the when the test was being handed out, you just kind of like have your arm over that part. Oh it's the most yeah, obvious thing. it's like really you think the teacher has no idea that you're doing it, but you you genuinely believe like oh I'm getting away with this. But yeah, that's just kind of an aside. Well, with cheating. So, yeah, man, too bad Lance Armstrong couldn't you know just hide it, you know something in between his fingers and just. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's just it was so crazy to the detail they would go into. Like they'd have a guy on a motorcycle just delivering um, stuff, or they'd just be doing it in a tent right next to all the fans, and they had <laughs> no idea. Yeah, that's crazy. It was like you know Tiger Woods. People don't talk about this about Tiger Woods. The fact that he actually you know was roided out. Um, 
and he he cheated in the sport. I mean, it, the big scandal with him is what happened with him cheating on his wife, but people don't talk about the fact that he had his uh, it wasn't his, it was his trainer or somebody that used to come to his house like once or twice a week and deliver plasma rich injections to him, which is a legal thing you can do. But you know, Ty- you look at Tiger Woods like that dude blew up, and all of a sudden he was driving the ball like four hundred yards all the time, and this guy, who was, I believe, not licensed, was caught trying to flee across the border with, like, so much human growth hormone in his car, <laughs> and, like, he was tied directly to Tiger Woods, and yet they couldn't make a case for yeah. it, hmm. and it's just, it's just strange, you know? Well, um, it, it's, it's, it's so sad to hear this, especially when there's a lot of athletes that probably aren't cheating at all and they're still on top of the world i think it was i can't remember her name off the top of my head but it was a woman cyclist who uh, just retired on top and she apparently was not cheating at all and then she gave some comments on you know lance's behavior and stuff but it just it ruins it for so many people that play fairly and are able to succeed yeah Hmm. i mean one thing i think is kind of cool is that you never hear of this kind of stuff in basketball for some reason that's you ever heard of that? Is, I don't think I've ever heard, personally heard. Do they do drug tests? Yeah, they do yeah, all they the do. time. Yeah, they don't do it in football though, right? No, they do. They they do. They don't do. Um, uh, actually, I think they're the sport. No, I think it's baseball now that's actually going to test blood. Oh, yeah. But yeah, football is there. There's you know there's definitely rampant. That that's definitely a problem. In football is going to happen. It's going to blow up. In I the think next the thing with basketball years. is, I just don't know that there's a like miracle drug that would make you as it's awesome better. as basketball. Like, yeah, because yeah. basketball those guys are just, they, they yeah. are, they are just freaks. I mean, they're yeah. just athletic monsters. They're all huge. But, yeah. you know, there I could be, the, that, it could be though that they're, it's because they're given all this stuff when they're kids so that they grow up to be like six foot ten. But that's just me being jealous because I'm only five seven. I mean, so then there's been talks of like, should they just like allow something like, you know, EPO or testosterone to be used in bike races or should they just get rid of it i mean i can't see an argument to say make it okay i mean i I think they just need to get rid of it overall because like i'm i'm i look at it from like the barry bonds perspective where it's just like everybody that was hitting those home runs at that time we're all doing it it's like just let him in the hall of fame because that that was the that's the history of the game during that time there you can't change history that is the way that it it was Uh so just let him into the hall of fame but now just make sure you're more strict so then nobody can do it from now on but what about the like real legends who now get passed up because of that by the actual numbers yeah i mean i guess they're dead 50 years so who cares people do care though i mean i mean by the actual numbers i mean you can just always remember like it's like it's part of the history that was the whole asterisk asterisk. yeah that was the asterisk you can do that yeah i don't think that's a bad thing but i mean it's still like he should at least get in the hall of fame because it was happening during yeah but you know they were cheating um, yeah, they, they wouldn't. Cheating. It's true. Not everybody. Pete Rose cheating. didn't get in the Hall of Fame. Brett I mean, and cheating. he didn't even cheat. He just mm-hmm. did something. He was just a jerk. <laughs> he he yeah. was gambling. He was on gambling, but he was still like the best. But he didn't get in because yeah. he was a jerk. I, I'm, I'm one of those guys that just always thinks that, that, like, yeah, like I think Pete Rose should be in there. He has like more for hits sure. than anybody. Pete Rose, Rose should be in there. Yeah. yeah, he has yeah. so many. He has like four thousand hits. Or yeah, something. it's like why is he not in there? Because they didn't like. Because it was drama behind the scenes. Yeah, I know he did extreme douchebag. It was when he was a manager too. So. It wasn't even when he was a player. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I just athletes who uh, need step to up st- your game, athletes. Stop being douchebags. Yeah. Stop, be like us. Stop doping. Yeah. Don't be, be a like, dope. Don't use. Dope. We're not. We're not juicing for this podcast. <laughs> well, you know, I am, but uh, Jeff, we're not drunk or anything. I may have given Jeff a shot in his ass today. It's possible. <laughs> uh, but we don't need to go into that.
2 chains birthday song verse 1 2 chains she got a big booty so i call her big booty skr skr wrist moving cooking getting to it i'm in the kitchen yams everywhere just made a jug i got bands everywhere Oh, I have a kind of an interesting story. Oh, no, it's not that interesting. No, right. tell it. All right, here we go. All right. So now, <laughs> for the last few minutes, we've been trying to come up with something to talk about, and we don't, just don't care. No, no, Jeff has a story. <laughs> this is not an interesting story. Oh, I want to hear the story. Everyone wants to hear the story. Everyone wants to hear the story. There's no humor in this, but okay. <laughs> I'm warning you good, right now. Good. You're going to be like, Jeff, why did you House. say that? News. 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 Here's news. the News. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Go for it. Go. So, five, Holly, four, th- th- three. I'm telling ten. it. You oh, can't nine, count down while I'm talking. Tell the story. So, um, Holly's. Okay, now you're going to tell the story. <laughs> this um, person that Holly knows, this family, they try. This is not even worth telling. Why am I saying this? They were really bummed out about Ticketmaster because Ticketmaster was selling tickets to the Obama in- inaugural ball, right? Um, the problem was that they accidentally released the tickets a day early. So everyone that was waiting for the specific day got screwed over because people Didn't bought all the tickets a day early. All right, now Ticketmaster. I could talk about Ticketmaster. Something like that happened with Jansen. Anyway, so this this lady that she knows, this is pretty cool. She got put on CNN just like randomly telling this story. And then she got two free tickets courtesy of Patty Murray. Way to go, oh. Patty Murray. Way to go, Patty Murray. Senator Murray. Um, that's pretty sweet. Well, yeah, all right. Have you guys wait? Have you guys ever had any problems with Ticketmaster? Yeah, Ticketmaster I can tell you how many times. Well, they're trying to. Well, I've noticed a big change is how they're trying to sell tickets. Is they're selling paperless tickets. I'm assuming in an effort to uh, quit, sec, you know, secondhand selling of Definitely. tickets where people are, you know, buying ten tickets or whatever. Does that mean you print them out yourself? Yeah, exactly. So you have to, or you have to show up with the card that you buy it on. Yeah, we saw Radiohead. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we saw Radiohead. It was like. I showed up, Jansen had bought my ticket, and was it just my ticket? And Johnny. And maybe Johnny? Okay, well, you had bought the tickets. Because we were all sitting together. And so, yeah, it's like we went up to, it was Key Arena, and we went up to the to the ticket entry area, and yeah, that they just would, they would, like, swipe your card or scan your, your debit card or whatever you bought it on, and then they would just count, like, you know, they'd be like, okay, you and you, so you just go in. We didn't have any tickets, they just based it on your card, which is... I guess I could get behind it, but it, it's a little inconvenient, especially if you buy a bunch of tickets for a group of people, and you all have to show up at the same yeah. time. Yeah. But I can't... I, there's nothing more than I hate it than all these people that buy all, like, the floor-level seats for a show, and then start selling them on StubHub or eBay Yeah. for some ridiculous price. Who's... If you want to get to a fifty dollars show, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell for two fifty, no big deal. Like I don't understand how they can't do any more about reselling. Like I think that should be totally like because I don't understand why the why the venue owners don't go like crack down on that harder because they're the ones that are missing out on like two hundred dollars from these people that are willing to pay that higher price. That's true, I guess. It's like people that. Uh... I don't know how bad it was this Christmas with the Wii U, but I remember when PlayStation 3 and Xbox came out, and, you know, there's a limited supply initially with the launch. Yeah. And so people, you know, they waited in line, um, and then they would go in and they'd buy, like, eight PlayStations. Yeah. And then once they had all sold out, they knew they could sell them for more because people wanted to get their hands like, on them. Like, that stuff, sicken- <laughs> it sickens me, that buy and sell, just, like, you're buying things just to sell. I mean, I don't know, I hate but that. But it's buy- Okay, here's a good story. Involving a person we all know. Don't say names. I won't say his name. I won't say its name. 
their mm-hmm. name. He or uh, she's this name. person bought Spice. Okay, so the Spice Girls were doing a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> and um, why not I get tickets to that? And I don't think they. Spice I don't think they. Girls, they didn't why did, that should have been a topic. It was Spice Girls reunion. It was down in it was down in Los Angeles, and so this person went out and bought like. I would say like four tickets or something. Okay. Four Spice Girls tickets thinking like this is great because these things are going to sell out so fast and like I'm going to be able to resell these things and get like a lot <laughs> and get a lot back for them. And so it was coming towards showtime and the concert still hadn't sold out. <laughs> and so you know, he wasn't even going to go and uh and like tried to sell them, had them online advertising for more money than they were worth, but just no one was gonna buy them because it wasn't even sold out. And so he ended up like, I think what happened was he ended up running into some woman like at a grocery store or something and just said, "Hey, do you like the Spice Girls?" And he ended up just giving these tickets away and, and took like a took like a three hundred dollar bath basically. Thinking like, oh my god, it's the Spice Girls reunion. Obviously, I'm going to make so much money off of this, and that's hilarious. I try to think. Uh, Aziz Ansari has a really funny uh, stand-up joke about that about uh, buying tickets on Craigslist and doing some, you know, sexual act for tickets, and then finding out yeah. when you show up at the concert that they're selling tickets at the door. It's <laughs> <I remember laughs> the worst thing that could happen. That would be pretty <laughs> terrible. Yep. Well. So I don't make those risks. I, a, I'm too lazy. Yeah. I would never do it because, like, if I bought eight PlayStation, I'd be like, God damn it, I have to sell these now. That would be a huge problem for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like selling. I don't like, I don't even like going to the grocery store. There's nothing that related to, <laughs> to errands or work of any kind. Or, like, dealing with people that I like. So I just avoid them altogether. That's sort of my strategy. All grocery stores? Well, you know, I just, the grocery store is like I gotta get in the car, I gotta go to the grocery store, I gotta be in the grocery do you, store. Do you I gotta, dislike Safeways more than QFCs? Definitely, I'm a QFC per. I go, oh, to, I go to Top Foods now. Yeah, and top, I, oh, I no, never. What a, what a Whole Foods. The thing is, it's just it's this thing in my mind where I'm like, oh my god, I have to go to the grocery store. This is gonna take. This is gonna take my whole day. I'm basically gonna give. <laughs> seriously, it's like the reason I don't do a lot of things is because I keep thinking like, oh my god, I can't. How could I possibly do this and cost myself all this time? Whereas it would, in reality, it would take me forty minutes to go and do this thing. But for me, it's like it just seems like oh, I gotta basically so much for tonight. You know, I gotta go to the grocery store. <laughs> I guess my weekend's over. Yeah, it's, it just sort of ruins everything. That's why I just go. I always just go in the middle of the night. And that's and, true. Uh, yeah, I, I get it done in like fifteen minutes. Yes. That's nice. I used to go after work when I was working till one a.m. It was perfect. Yeah. Yep. It and it's always way. that one guy down there. Yeah, that guy's awesome. That, yeah, that one guy. He's always there. He I'm, makes funny jokes. Like, I was I was checking out apples one time. You know, I'm pretty stingy about my produce. I kind of know what I'm doing, so you know I'm I'm browsing through, and he comes up. He's like, he's like, it's only good if it says "ouch" or something like that. <laughs> There's some just random. Joke. And I, was, I was squeezing and at it, two you know? in the and morning. Like, that's the funniest joke. And, and I was like, that is awesome. How do people not know how to use self checkout? Yeah, like, they're not open at two in the morning, dude. They don't allow that. But also, yes. No, I that's all I'm talking. About. I'm just saying in, <laughs> in general. general yeah. You go in, I'm waiting, and people don't know how to use it. It's they don't, pretty it's not, funny. They don't know how to scan their own card. Wait, do I put the bump. card? Do I have to do the card at the same time that I'm swiping put, the food? <laughs> put stuff in the bagging area, then they'll take the stuff out of the bagging area early, and then everything shuts yeah. down. Shut everything like, down. Did you bring your own bags? Did you? Yeah. Don't remove 
Please put your item in the bag. No, don't just put it in your pocket. It has to know that you <laughs> that you put the thing so you know how much weight it is. But people are just like, I'm just going to... Yeah. And people just don't know how to stand in line for it. It's like, oh, I'd hate self-checkouts on That would be such sides. a terrible job to be that guy that has oh, to, to, to like help people all day. Yeah. It would, it would just, you'd just be like, I think people are doomed. Yeah, people <laughs> are like, doomed, People man. are just totally screwed. People can't figure out the self-checkout. If they can't figure this out, then so much for space travel. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. I want to be on the USS Enterprise. Do you guys think that that that, uh, that M Night Shyamalan Do you think that new movie looks good? Which one? The Will Smith one that he's making. Yeah, like oh, 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 like oh. most movies, it looks Wait, good. Wait, that's M Night Shyamalan. After yeah, that's yeah. M Night one with, well, with Will Smith and his kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I had no idea Earth. that they didn't yeah. even they didn't even like advertise that in the trailer. Well, hey, hey, hey! Yeah. We know how good Avatar: The Last Airbender was. So, dude, that movie was awesome. His his movie is just on it. That movie was awesome. Like if, I, I hadn't even watched the cartoon, and like it was the biggest trip to watch that movie because like it does not explain why there's a flying bison, <laughs> it doesn't explain anything, and the entire time I was like, yes, right. keep it coming, please. So, so next time, next time on the Talking Cover podcast, we will review Avatar: The Last Airbender <laughs> right. and get to hear about all oh, the genius that M Night has Deal. to offer. Is that on Netflix? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it is. is actually. It's on Netflix. I have yes. no idea. Yes, it, it is. is amazing. And I'm more, oh my god! Moral of this story: Ticketmaster. Uh, oh my god! Get your shit oh together. Ticketmaster, uh, don't suck. Uh, <laughs> athletes, don't dope. And what was the first thing? Uh, ASAP. 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 Keep it real. Keep it real. <laughs> Yay! Peace.